0: Welcome to another Sustainable Wine Blog podcast with me, Toby Webb, and joining me today is Cédric, who is uh, I guess the owner manager here at, uh, at Domaine La Soffron in Bandol. So welcome, Cédric. How are you today? Thank you. I'm fine. Thanks for coming. It's a pleasure to receive you. Well, we've had a wonderful visit so far, having a look at the, the vineyards, talking about the different soils, and we're now standing in your, in your barrel cellar. Um, so I'm just interested to know really your views on sustainable winemaking. Because you were you were telling me earlier that you don't have, you don't go for organic certification. Um, so, so why is that? Because you are using some organic practices in your vineyard.
1: Yeah, that's true. Uh, it's just that um, I, I want to do a good work with the, with the nature. And I think it's, uh, we, we have to go in that way. Um, but um, I think I, I, I don't need, uh, and I don't want to, to have the organic label because it's papers and papers all the time more and more papers and uh, i'd like to to work on my field and not to work on my on my office all the time so um, yeah i think we we all have to to be organic way because the the nature need it and uh, We had many, for many years, agriculture uh, destroyed a lot of things and uh, we have the chance to to have very beautiful fields and we have to keep that for our children also. So for me, there's nothing else than just take care of that.
0: So you've been making wine here since about 1996, but before that, your grandfather was was a farmer, grape grower here, Mm -hmm. selling wines to the cooperative. So was there a lot of chemical use in the past? Because obviously, winemaking was all organic uh, until a hundred and something years ago and then we had a period of quite intense chemical usage in some areas did that happen down here in
1: bandol yes it also happened down here and that's why uh, w- w- when I, I succeeded to my grandparents and they, they used to to use some uh, non-organic products and uh, f- dangerous products for for the people but also for the for, for the natural for the soil so so now I think the new generation, uh, most of us want to change that and to go on a the, on the good way about that, yeah.
0: And we're also talking about water usage and you were telling me that uh, I was wrong about dry farming. I thought everywhere in France was, was dry farmed. Um, wh- where are people adding water down here in, in the South of France and, and why
1: is it that you don't? In fact, it's the the rules from the AOC mm-hmm um most of the appellation in the south of france uh, are allowed to irrigate in, uh, in provence in languedoc and, uh, and in bandol we always um, all the producers uh, always uh, said that uh, we don't want to do that so because it's an open door to more production and uh, and we have to i think the vintages uh, are different, and we have to keep that. So, um, the natural give some water sometimes. Uh, sometimes we miss water, and uh, it's the, the finally. It's interesting to have to have different vintages and to talk about that or about the story of each one. Okay.
0: And what do you think about rising temperatures? Because a lot of winemakers I've met over the last five years have, have said they've definitely noticed climate change starting to happen temperatures going up yeah. but then a few of the producers I've met down here in Bandol sort of shrugged and said well not really it's kind of no yes. been the same so I mean, what, what's your view on, on it as a as I a think
1: farmer? it's a fact that w- w- when you work in the agriculture you see uh, all the plants that are doing differently than 20 or 30 years ago so that that's really a fact we start harvesting end of August beginning of September uh, it was, uh, it is sorry, uh, two weeks earlier than uh, twenty or thirty years. So there is a change, but in our region um, we always are, we always had a lot of uh, sun and a warm summer. So it's maybe not as untypical as in other region. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked a lot about the 2003 vintage for example very hot year. yeah very hot year so for example in Burgundy it's uh, really untypical vintage uh, mm. different from all the others in our region it's uh, yeah it was warmer than it used to be but uh, we still have very warm summer all the time so, so you
0: have more consistent temperatures here yes
1: I, I think than, so than
0: elsewhere. but you're noticing harvest is, is moving earlier yeah um, there's a question I always ask um, winemakers, which is if the projections are right, it looks like more, more heat could equal more sugar, could equal more alcohol, mm. could potentially equal 15, 16, 17% wine. Yeah. And, and that gets towards the level of being undrinkable, yeah. certainly losing a lot of balance. Mm-hmm. What, what, do you, what do you think about that? And do you think there's a way you can control for increasing alcohol? Through through different agricultural, practices. I think
1: w- we are looking for that a lot and working a lot to to find something to to reduce uh, this alcohol because it's also a fact that the, we have more and more sugar in the grapes, so more and more alcohol, so it's uh, very difficult uh, to vinify. Also, uh, we have the end of fermentation, which are difficult to finish. Uh, f- during the tasting, uh, too much alcohol uh, for for getting a good balance with uh, fifteen or sixteen alcohol degrees. It's also very difficult. So f- yeah, a lot of questions are around that that case. And um, what what can we do about it? So in Bandol, how could you keep keep those levels down using different agricultural practices? I'm not sure of the the answers. Um, I think actually. We're trying to. We were talking in the field about the the acidity and the freshness in the, in the wines. Uh, I think it's one of the points to balance uh, the alcohol. Too much alcohol um, can be okay if you have a good freshness, and uh, so we try to to get this balance. But to reduce really really the alcohol, uh, I'm not sure if there is a way because. In fact the problem is that we have a big difference more and more uh, between the phenolic maturity and the sugar maturity so the phenolic maturity the most important concerning the the tannins and the structure of the grapes and the wines so we are we are harvesting with good phenolic maturity but it means with very high alcohol mm-hmm. if we harvest um uh, in uh, earlier yeah we'll get bad phenolic maturity which get means green vintage uh, yeah green vintages yeah. so it's a very good question, but we don't have all the answers. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm hoping more
0: and more research will help uh, help yes. show show some of these answers. One one um, winemaker I did here jokingly talked about recommending consumers will have to just add two three hundred millilitres of water yes. to the wine. <laughs> Maybe it's a way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, well, we'll find out. But yeah. um, uh, Cedric, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you.